Happy Hi. Monday. Hello. Happy good morning. Happy good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um, I am just prefacing. I'm a little sick right now if I sound like it. It's That's actually, all. maybe I'm just getting used to it. Yeah. I still feel like I feel hoarse. Yeah. This morning, I it was gone. I said, because every morning I say, hi, Link. She sleeps at the foot of the bed. And it was like, hi, Link. Oh. Like nothing came out. But it's always just, the worst in the mornings. I had to get that morning gunk out. Yeah. Something's going around. Yeah, something is going around. It's supposed to snow tonight. I'm so, so excited. Winter. Okay, so all week we have like low 30s, maybe 38. And then there's a random Wednesday in there that's going to be 57 degrees. What so a nice day. Sun's out on the Wednesday. Sun, the sun out 57? Yeah. I'm wearing shorts. Yep. I'm Crazy. going out. I'm going. We should tan on the roof. Ooh. I actually, in my dream last night, we were tanning. It was really nice. Oh, I, I like, can't felt wait till we can start tanning. I, I took NyQuil before bed last night, so Woo! I had some weird dreams. <laughs> I, I We were like, I, it sounds literally made up, but we were flying in a car. Whoa. It was a certain button inside the car, you and I. Like Miss Frizzle? Yes, literally. And we were at the top of a mountain like going down we need to go down before sundown and then we got down there and that was the big field and it was like a pe class and so literally magic school bus right yeah and but we were in like it was like tesla vibes oh the car like it was like really nice <laughs> okay and then we went down <laughs> to that like field area where the pe was and i don't recognize the teacher okay like in real life but they came up to us and we were like, we had we had set up like a canopy and we had like tanning chairs out and they were like, you guys aren't doing the assignment. And we were like, okay, like we will. You slammed your laptop shut. Uh, like slammed his laptop shut <laughs> till Monday. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, I don't know. It's very much a Weird. fever dream. And then in my dream, I actually need, I need to text her. I had a dream that my mom had a seizure. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I'm I hate that. I'm going to hit her up. Yeah, just make sure hey, she's you okay. Good. <laughs> it was, did, you, did you happen to have a seizure last night? It was, we were in... My grandma's backyard, as my Classic. dreams happen, and my grandpa was barbecuing mussels, and uh, I looked over, and she was like, I, I just need to sit down real quick. Hate that. Yeah, it was weird. Sorry. I went there. NyQuil, though. Yeah, it'll do? really, it'll do it to you. I saw a TikTok a few weeks ago saying that NyQuil and DayQuil actually don't do anything. Bullshit. 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 I call bullshit. All the comments were like, no. No. I don't care if you're a doctor. It does something. Yeah. Who said that? It was like a, a doctor. And they were like, studies have shown. Like, it actually doesn't, like, do anything for you. But in my head, and hear me out, and, like, nothing can top what I'm about to say. It knocks you out, and sleep is recovery. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And that's, for me, usually when I'm sick, sleep is really hard for me to get. So when I take NyQuil, my body's able to rejuvenate. And yes. I wake up feeling better because I actually got, got to sleep, sleep and my body got to rebuild. And they say like the whole thing with DayQuil and NyQuil is that it uh, alleviates symptoms. It doesn't right. get rid of your cold. So you're not you're not right. taking it to like heal you. Right. It's just supposed to alleviate symptoms, which it absolutely it does. does. I'm I, such an advocate for DayQuil and NyQuil. I'm, I'm not a big DayQuil person. I don't Ooh. I don't know why. I just and. Literally, it's, I don't have a story, no reason. I just, like, don't think to take medicine during the day. Yeah. Even the past few days that I've had symptoms, you're like, take, take something. Yeah, you had a pounding headache, and I'm like, pop in, et cetera. I just sit through it. I don't know why I do it. I There's no deeper reason. I mean, yeah, I don't like to take medicine, but I will take it if I need to. And I just, I feel like I want my body to do it. Like, I want my body to 
be strong enough to fight through sometimes it sometimes your body needs that extra boost i know whatever though i'm feeling better my headache's gone i don't know i'm not snotty but like i feel like gunky in the back of my throat and like the back of my nose just like fogged up just like a, a head cold mm-hmm. classic head cold yeah not too bad that's all my boyfriend's sick getting sick he said he woke up this morning and was like i kind of feel it in the back of my throat i'm next or not or not we were just saying but i kind of hope i am to just like to get maybe, it done yeah right. september 2020. 2020 when i had covid the first time alex and i literally were we were quarantining together because Leanna got it first. So I was like, so she came to my apartment when we didn't live, the three of us didn't live together at the time. And I literally like, it was before I had it. So she, we both didn't have it at the time. And then like two days later, I test pos- positive and Alex didn't fucking get it. You guys like we tried so hard because that was when quarantine was supposed to be for two weeks. Yep. I was like, okay, I might as well get it now. So I don't have to quarantine an extra two weeks after this and I right. can go home when Leanna doesn't have it and I'll, you know, you can go back to your bed. Exactly. Yeah. In two weeks. And I kept trying to get it. We were sharing joints. Yep. We were <laughs> like sharing food, yep. drinks. Alex didn't fucking Couldn't get, get it. it. Yeah. That's crazy. That's great though. And then I got it in like 2022. Yes. Yeah, super embarrassing. Super <laughs> weird. So embarrassing. <laughs> so like vintage of you. Yeah. It's Ugh. going, it's going back around New York though right now. I'm sure. And they, I just saw a thing you have to wear masks in hospitals again whoa i know i know Ugh, enough about that i don't i don't like talking yeah about it. it's like sorry guys mad triggering i'm sure we all feel it too it's not fun to talk about i've been taking these cough drops i got these in italy the brand is apropos a-p-r-o-p-o-s gola defense c i'm assuming that means like vitamin c they're these vitamin c cough drops and they have a lot they have like zinc and like all these other vitamins in it and there was one day in italy where i had like i was a little run down and i was like you know what? i gotta just stay in today and curb i'm not trying to get sick in fucking europe and i ate like three of these and i woke up amazing the next day so hopefully that's cure. i don't know if this helps anybody because you don't only get them in italy but if you're in hey. italy get me a pack and send me some because i'm running low I'm actually going to take one. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. There you go. <laughs> mm, and they taste like orange Fanta. Oh, Like they taste good. I always hate how on the vitamin C bottle, it tells you just one a day. And I'm like, I could do, I could do like five. You're fine. I could do five of these. I could pop them like peanut no. M&Ms. You know what I used to do when I had the slightest tickle in my throat growing up? We would still go to school, by the way, which was oh, crazy. Yeah. The way we talked about this recently, the yeah. way that I would go to the only reason the only way I could stay home from school if I was sick is if I was throwing up or I had like a, a cough that wouldn't stop and I would like disturb classmates. Right. Anyway, my mom would still send me this send me to school and I would always get the halls breezers. Mm. Those are like candy. I could pop those all like day. Oh, those all are day. so good. I was never really a cough drop kid. Mm, I love them. Mm-mm. Anything could be a cough drop, though. It really has nothing to do with the ingredients. It's just like something to suck on and coat your throat constantly and uh, like create saliva. A lozenge. Exactly. You could do like a Jolly Rancher and it Ooh. literally does the same thing. Unless it's these that have like actual vitamins. Doing in it. another purpose once you consume it. Right. But like the Hall's Breezers, I remember teachers would like give me shit for it. And I'm like, it's literally the same thing as any other lozenge lozenge what a funny word lozenge a lozenge is it a verb 
To lozenge. That's no, a noun. It's lozenge. <laughs> Is it Latin? Sounds like a Latin origin. So, Greek, la- maybe? La- Greek origin. Long division. Long di- <laughs> PEMDAS. <laughs> I Guys, love PEMDAS. We have been playing this game called Trine. Oh. Oh my god. Oh I god. miss them. No, I'm thinking about it. What do you think it. they're doing right now? Just swinging. They're just going. They're just waiting for us to come <laughs> right. back. Right. Trine, oh. we're, we did, we beat Trine 4 in three days. Now we're on Trine 5. There's obviously 1 through 3 as well. Trine 5 came out this past August, so we hopped on it because the graphics are Oh my god, perfect. beautiful. But this game, it's an adventure game. Co-op, local. Co- yeah, local co-op, which is so hard to find. Oh, if you know of any local co-op, please let us know. We've already played um, It Takes Two, trying four, like Kristen said. We tried the prison one. I already know half of you are going to yeah. recommend oh, it. Oh, A Way Out. We didn't love it. it. Yeah. It was too, like, story It's exactly the script of Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> right. <laughs> it is, like, we've, we've just done it. Um, We played... Human fall flat. Oh yeah, that's that a fun. that's a fun one, but it's it super so frustrating. frustrating. I would stand up and be like, Alex, I don't want to do this <laughs> level. If I wasn't playing with you, I wouldn't finish that game. No, that game frustrated the. It's fuck out it's of me. really frustrating. So if you guys know of, we need local co op because we're only playing on one Xbox, so we can't do like a game like online like online thing. game no. group thing, whatever co op multiplayer. Please send us Rex. Trine is cool though. We we found it because we were looking for more escape room games because mm. we played Escape Academy, Love which that. is so much fun. Yep. But this one's like puzzly, but also adventure. Like there's a whole storyline, and you can go in between three characters, and each of your characters have a different power. So we'll walk into a new level and we'll need to do something with a certain box and a rope or whatever. And like only character A could do a rope, a rope, but character B can lift the box that the rope's connected to. So we can, so we like really have to work together like that. It's fun. It's challenging. Yeah. We get frustrated. Oh my God. We have to admit. What? There's been a few times we've had to look up the answer. Oh Yeah. No I think shame. we should admit that. No shame. No shame, no shame in, my, in our game. No shame in my game. But we try our hardest until then, and we're not just sitting there like, okay, now what? No. We try everything. And sometimes there's points where one of us will get up on to the ledge, and the other person will fall, and then by default, when you come back to life, you meet the next person that made it to the ledge. And we'll actually be like, wait, wait, no. We I want to know to do why. That. Yeah. Like, how I was supposed to get up there. Yep. So like, and we've run into a couple glitches, mostly with Trine Four. Yeah, Trine Four. There's a lot of, at least for Xbox, there's a lot of fucking glitches where like a wall like isn't supposed to be there at yes. all. And we'll be trying to get through something like there was this electricity room we were trying to get through, and the only thing that can let you walk over the electricity was wood. We looked it up because we we literally tried for hours, and. What it was supposed to give us was a wood plank to move. But when we were playing, there was no wood at all. No. And then we exited the world and came back in mm-hmm. and it was there again. But it had already popped us to the other side of the wall. Yeah. So it assumed we got through the level. But there hasn't been any in Trine 5, though. We keep none. Zero. And I keep oh, talking because we keep thinking there is. Right. We have trust issues from Trine 4. Right. There, I think no, Trine 5 not. is updated enough to where, like, yeah. it's not happening. New enough. There was another game that had a lot of bugs. Oh, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. We stopped playing it. There were so many Xbox bugs. Stuck on one level. What was the cat one I played? This one's single player, but I... Stray. Oh, you guys should 
really play stray. It's single player, but it's even fun to watch. Like if you are like your beautiful partners with you or something, it's so much fun. The the storyline's really cool. It's not too cinematic. I feel like I mean even Trine's kind of cinematic, but we can uh, press A to skip. If you like that though, like it, there's still that element, but it is pretty straightforward, and you it's learn like the story through gameplay rather oh. than these like breaks. split screens or uh, yeah, like break screens that have this whole monologue. Which when you're in game mode, like I don't know, is that just us? Alex and I always skip, skip. that shit. I just want to play. I'm not here for that. I mean, a way out. Or yeah. what, is that? Or it takes two. Sorry, it takes two. It takes two. I liked. Yeah. I liked the story. A so way out. You it. can't even skip through. I don't think. That's why we stopped playing it. Yeah. Too much. It takes two. The story is really fucking cool, though. It's cool. It's it's definitely cheesy. Like, the end was very cheesy. I hated the ending. Such, like, a cop-out ending. Like, they were rushing to get it, get a finish yeah. in. But um, the the gameplay, like, made up for the, the storyline, for sure. And the graphics. And that's another game where the two characters have different functions functions you're forced to work together mm-hmm. which i really like i think in another universe we could be streamers like if we set up the i whole think thing, so and gamers. like got like the cool yes. headphones and like i wouldn't leave like that's we would still be in la stuck in like an underground um basement in north hollywood in north hollywood it makes money i will say streaming makes fucking guap sure but but I would lose my life. Yeah. You look down and you've been playing all day. Where we do that off camera. I can only imagine if we had a chat being like, oh, fuck you. Yeah, keep right. playing. Dude, we wouldn't level. stop. We literally would not stop. I would lose my ass. Like all ass muscle would be gone. Cause I'd <laughs> sit on my ass for like a week. We'd be so unhealthy. Like getting food delivered. Just like eating as. Or- we should try it. I, I, I don't want to. <laughs> people have asked us too like yeah this, the small times that we've talked about games people have said like oh you should stream no there's your answer <laughs> no because if we start we will not stop i'm super into it go ahead <laughs> make your money i'll bring i'll bring you food i'm like holding You'll the cook sandwich for, for you <laughs> taking bites you have like an iv connected <laughs> you haven't had nutrients in days I haven't lifted my ass in days. Ugh. It's so bad. Okay, before we get into today's episode, we're going to take a quick break for our sponsor. ZocDoc is a free app where you can compare patient-reviewed doctors and book appointments right through the app. ZocDoc has been so helpful since moving to the city too because it's been such an easy way to find good doctors without like calling people and having to jump different websites and like read different reviews. It's all there within the app. There's also a website too. But it gives you a picture with all the reviews. And honestly, like, I like seeing the picture. Absolutely. I like, I like to see what my gynecologist looks like. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, you got to be comfortable with them. And what I love is you could put in your insurance and filter all the doctors by your in-network providers. The typical wait time to see a doctor is between 24 hours and 72 hours. And sometimes you could even score a same day appointment, which is the best. What I love about the app is you could go in and make like a checklist of all the Mm. things that you need to keep up on throughout the year. So your six month dental cleaning, your gyno appointment, your pap, everything you can do and keep track of through the app. Hold you accountable. Again, ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. 
Like I said, for 2024, what's in this year is booking, finally booking those appointments that you've been needing to book. We use ZocDoc and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash advice and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash advice. ZocDoc.com slash advice. Thanks, ZocDoc. So our Patreon episode this past week the it was the follow-up to the new year's episode we had a lot of really amazing entries but there was this one that really kind of sparked yeah definitely sparked an idea for a whole episode we we that tends to happen a lot in patreon absolutely that's like one of my favorite parts about patreon is not only just like hearing where you guys are at in life like that's something that is very helpful for us to then create these topics for our monday episodes for like the whole public because then we know it's going to resonate with some of you. We know we're, we literally know like the breakup you're going through or the job you're trying to get or like whatever. And it's usually one of those moments where we're sitting here and we're responding to our entries on the Patreon yeah. episode and we're kind of like snowballing the idea itself. And we're like, wait, I literally should? told yeah. you stop. I was editing the Patreon episode <laughs> and I like noticed myself be like, and you were like, okay, okay, we should stop because this is a whole conversation that we could have with all of you guys. Yeah. And that's how, that's what sparked this episode today. So the entry pretty much danced around the topic of failure. And we've touched on this here and there, just like by natural conversation. But I think it's time we dive into how we both feel about the subject of failure mm-hmm. in our whole life, but especially like right now I feel like in in adulthood it hits a little different than just like failing as a kid um this entry was pretty much saying how they uh this 2023 was the year of failure for them and when they first started listening to advice they resonated with me a lot but then as the seasons have gone on and they've gotten to know Alex as well now they they resonate with they resonated with me and they talked about perfectionism and like how I've expressed that I have this need to control every situation. I come up with these scenarios in my head and plan everything out. And when things don't go to plan, it's a big failure in our heads. At the end of the entry, they had expressed that failure like kind of just turned into their process and no one's going to hate them if they fail and they'll fail time and time again, but eventually they'll get it right. And it was kind of just, it sparked the acceptance of failure, which is something that I kind of resonated with a lot like they said that they resonated with me but it also brought up this point where Kristen had said with failure you hear all the time people really honing in on like the perfectionist side of things and I have literally never related to that that's so crazy to me I would never call myself a perfectionist I wouldn't necessarily call myself the opposite by default but like what sparked in my head is I kind of expect myself to fail and like I don't want pity for that like not in like a oh woe is me way like I kind of feel like I'm good at a lot of things but I'm not great at one thing so I kind of just always expect myself to get by okay like even school growing up like I've just this is past okay this is this is a good place to start because do you kind of like picture it I picture failure and success in my head and it's almost like a balance act where if I try something new and I succeed at it I'm like okay this is something great that I could do And I only stay there. I don't. So that's kind of where my perfectionism comes in. I wouldn't say that I'm afraid of failure itself. It's just I'm so obsessed with being great at things and only doing things that I'm good at and succeeding. I don't take risks. I don't 
stray and this it's very much rooted this is I talk about this a lot in therapy it's very much rooted in my need to control my environment and need to like plan everything out and this showed a lot in school and getting good grades I was gonna say that because we both have such different academic yes uh, stories if you will and it it and wasn't it, it's very it tracks it yeah and it wasn't just about getting good grades it was about getting hundreds on every single assignment because if I was good at that and I knew the outcome then that was me controlling the situation you know if I took a class that I didn't have any knowledge of or like didn't know anything about it was the possibility of not getting that hundred and that doesn't check off my box of controlling my environment if you didn't get a hundred does it also change like what you bring to the table like did it change like who you were yeah, I had this voice in the back of my head that I felt like I already knew who I was. Like my elective choices were never things that I knew, oh, I'm not going to be good at that. It's like I knew I knew exactly what I would be good at. So everything that I ever signed up for was just shit that I knew I would be good at. So I didn't have to so you fail. Didn't fail. It. Yeah. You didn't like challenge or no. sign up for the thing that you had no idea what it was about. No, ever. That's crazy. Never. On my side of things, that's like all I was doing because I wasn't amazing at one subject. Right. We're just talking, we'll just talk in school, school right now. I wasn't amazing at one subject, but I was good enough to get by and like get to the next, you know, grade, if you will. See, that's so I, I was, I was able to hop around. Yeah. And funny you use the word unacceptable too, because bring it home it would be oh. unacceptable if you came home with anything less yeah I wouldn't say less than a hundred but like your parents would be disappointed in you because I had set a standard exactly. so early you like, set the bar I set the bar really high my parents always pushed us to do well in school but like it was always known that my brother didn't apply to himself in school so he never got he got b's and c's and stuff but he he was never like reprimanded for those grades right it was just because I had A's my whole life. So if I would come home from high school with a C, they'd be like, hold on. Like what's going on? What's going on? Mm -hmm. I just set you that. Set the bar. I set that standard so high. But to take it out of like class and grade context, I think this also showed with your willingness to go out and experiment and do these things and have have the high school experience that you had as opposed to my high school experience because I, you know, I didn't go out I didn't that was the risk-taking part of it for me right I didn't want to take those risks because you I was stayed in your lane I stayed in my lane yeah because you knew it was safe yeah like you said it, it was your controlled environment where you you knew the outcome every day yes you knew the the binder you needed to bring to that class and the route you needed to take to get there within the five minutes before the bell rings like and I never strayed yeah I mean god this this goes so much this topic goes beyond even just failure. I yeah. mean, the way a child handles their academics, both like applying their brain to like whatever they're learning in class or even just the value in which they care to be like late or not. It, it does start at home. Yeah. And you had a structure and I had zero structure. So I brought that zero structure to school. To school. Yeah. And I would ditch because why wouldn't I ditch? You're not going to get wanted, in trouble. I'm not going to get in trouble. It wasn't a risk for it you. It was not a risk. Everything I did was risky in hindsight, but in my environment, that was not a risk. No. Because even if I did get yelled at and got my ass kicked, which 
I fucking did. I would just sneak out that night anyway. Right. Like there, what else could my parents have taken away from me? Nothing. You were already getting it. So why not like push it to the limits? You're going to kick my ass no matter what I do. Yep. So I'm going to at least go have fun Mm -hmm. while I get my ass kicked. And Mm -hmm. I didn't care about the grades. I did. I did care about like passing though, obviously. Like I, I was always, that's kind of where my pride started. I was like, I'm not going to be held back. Fuck no. Like all my, cause I cared about friends. That's all I cared about. If all my friends are going on to the next grade, I'm not going to be sitting here. I'm not going to be sitting here like looking dumb. Like, no, I would just do that. But then like, I wouldn't do my homework or I would do it on the car ride there. I'd copy somebody's like the morning of like, yeah, I just didn't care. I feel like the way that affects how I view failure now is it isn't the same Hmm. like this. Yes. Like we're starting with that topic of academics, but I don't, I don't view life like that anymore. Mm. Like I'm not just getting by to get by anymore. Okay. I think the way it's translated into adulthood is like, I don't care about actions. Stay with me here. I'm also sick. I got sick brain. I don't care about mastering actions and topics and like, I don't know, stay with me. I care about the emotions behind it. What I mean by that is I don't care to control the outcome of things that have to do with like actions. I more so care to control my emotion behind it. Like what, how you feel about the How scenario? I feel about it. Yeah. Okay. So Can I we like put this in some context. Let me try. Let's talk about plans. Cause that was another thing that that Patreon entry said is they related to Alex when you would say, you know, you, a plan was ABC, but then it didn't go that way. And it like ruined your day or ruined your night or whatever. I don't care about the plan. I just care that I'm having fun. Does that kind of work? Yeah. But if I don't have fun, I guess it doesn't, it also doesn't ruin my day though. I think this I don't is know. just, I think, no, I, I, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this no, is please. just put words in my mouth, please. <laughs> I don't, I'm stupid today. I think this is just an example of how our because we both have control issues if we want to wrap it up in that. Yeah. But I think our control is of different things in general. Yes. Minds of my environment, things that I know are going to happen, but yours are controlling your emotions and yeah. your state. And if something affects that, then you feel like you don't have control over yourself. Right. Because my environment I'm used to an uncontrolled environment. I actually like, and, and not in a good way, but I do feel safer in an uncontrolled environment because then I can go to my corner mm. or to my room and like- You know how to respond. I know exactly how to respond to chaos. Chaos is my middle name. I'm so used to it and that's all I know how to do. That's why I'm constantly picking up on everybody's emotions around me because I'm trying to like, not even trying to do anything. That's just how I work. Right. I'm not, like it's not even- calculated right that's just how I work but then in therapy when she's trying to tell me like hey you don't have to worry about how anybody else feels then I'm like what yeah like it's it feels so unnatural to you right because I'm used to having a control on the emotions around me and at least trying to like understand the emotions inside of me okay does that kind of make yes more it's sense? tracking and it's it's making sense about if plans don't go wrong or don't go right as long as you are still able to control your emotional state and your outcome of your emotions is still what's under your control and what's to be expected, then it's okay. Yes. Plus, if nobody is having fun, then... Then you are also... I'm like, fuck. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'll call an Uber to this place and like, you know, try to like bring the vibe back up because that I'm I'm trying to keep control of like the emotions around me because... 
I don't like it when people are in a bad mood around me okay. because I immediately think it's because of me. Okay. And then I think I'm going to be like reprimanded for it. But yeah, I don't, I don't care about like, oh God, this is going to sound really bad out loud, but like work with me here. I don't care about accomplishing things. Okay. Feels good. Yeah. Obviously like, like I've been thinking about going back to school, like that'll feel good to accomplish if I do it. Who knows? We'll see. That's not what I value in my, um, the way I hold myself. I value like what, what did I get from that situation? And like, how can I help someone around me better their situation or like the emotional part? Okay. See, I feel like that part of it is my fuel. Like that is what motivates me is accomplishing things and being good at shit. And that's why, like, that's why I don't stray. And that's where the perfectionism, perfectionism comes in, but it's almost it's almost the relief that I get, like checking things off my list. That's what, that's where I thrive yeah. is accomplishing shit and feeling like I, I did it to the best of my ability. Yeah. You know, you like having the answer. Yeah. Yes. Like, the satisfaction. Even of, in like, we're in a, we're in an escape room or something. Yeah. Like you, you want to be the one to like, ha- to figure it out. Well, um, Yeah. I think it's just more so completing things and finishing them. But being the best at finishing them. Because you're not okay with just finishing them. You want to finish them the best way possible. Yeah. 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 Whereas, like, we'll go back to the escape room thing. Like, oh, well, as long as we get out. That's kind of where I'm at. Well, see, that's what, like, to that point, if if getting out of the escape room is what's on my list to do. I know. (laughs) Is on my list to do. It doesn't matter if you do it. Then we're just then we're just getting through. Okay. Okay. I yeah. I was it's trying to not like apply like a, it to like something. It's not like well, this has my wheels turning. It doesn't feel like a hierarchy thing. Like I don't have to be the best in my class, and I I never was. I never like tried to be valedictorian or the best in my class right, or okay. the best at Your something. Best. I need to be my best at something. That's good but it has a hold on me <laughs> you know what i mean but like and i don't i don't know what you mean it's okay right it, <laughs> right that's why we're talking about this it, right it showed a lot in sports i had my years at in basketball and in softball and everything but i was never like the best on my team and i was so okay with that but as long as i was my best and i was i found my place on the team like i was there was a couple seasons where every inning I was first base because that's what I was fucking everyone good at. knew like a put coat on first yes. like, and it it checked my box of satisfaction because even my coach knew oh Alex found what she was good at I see that she's good at it I'm gonna keep her in that spot <laughs> and I didn't have to face the the risk of moving to a different position like having to like relearn it and like right. look dumb everyone knew it. that I was good at first base so I stayed on first base for like two seasons in a row because it was my <laughs> it was my spot you know yeah, yeah. and like that's what I was best at wow I scary I, I, I'm putting it in <laughs> cheer terms now just to put it back into a, a sport mode okay sport mode like Crocs <laughs> I wanted to be like moved around okay but I I ended up majority being a base but I really wanted to be a tumbler but I couldn't tumble but I didn't even bother to learn because I knew I wouldn't be good at it Okay, so like this my is, coaches would even like 
they'd be like, dude, stay after practice every day. Like I'll teach you how to do a back handspring. It's so easy. And I'd be like, I can't, I know I can't do it. Cause I, I would, I would try I'm not saying I would just not try at all, but, and you know this about me, if I try something and I'm not like good at it and I, not great, but if I'm not good at it, the first, maybe second time I try it, I don't want to do it anymore. Is where do you think that comes from? By default was like, is it because I'm a perfectionist? But I don't like, I just don't right. think I am. Like I, what makes you not want to try again? I lose motivation. Okay. I lose interest and motivation in things quicker than it comes. Like that's, and we have, I think we've talked about it on the podcast a little bit. Like, yeah. And maybe that's an Aries thing. I like, I will be really interested in learning something and then I'll go apply myself to it and then it won't click the way I like maybe thought it would or as well as it should and I'll assume it's not for me okay I guess I I I assume if it's for me it'll it'll be, come naturally yeah. and it'll just be like this yeah and then if if it's not for me then I don't need to be doing it and I'll and, and then I will just stay a base I don't need to be tumbling then have you ever had a scenario and I have one in my head, but I just want to see if it's clocked for you. Have you ever had a scenario where you kept trying at something and you actually got better at it? Even if in the beginning you thought, eh, this isn't, this is, I'm going to be bad. Now I'm, I'm more, I'm not, I wish <laughs> no, you didn't no, tell me you had one in your head. Cause now I'm like no, trying to like read your mind. <laughs> Cause if you didn't say that, my, my answer is already no. Nothing. I'm like looking around. Is there, is there a hint here? No. Oh, dang it. Because we all know like cooking came naturally to you. Exactly. It's, like, yeah, I, I get I've that. I've always been good at cooking. Yeah. I don't know. What's yours? I don't know. <laughs> what's mine about me or what's No, you? about oh, me. The one you're skiing. thinking. Oh, but I'm no, I'm not good at okay, it. Okay. See? Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I got hurt really bad. That's what, <laughs> that's what skiing is. <laughs> We, the last time we went, you were doing runs that I have been doing since I was like 10. I always thought you were just saying that, Alex. I always thought, <laughs> this, this is where my head goes. See, maybe it's a self-esteem thing. I really do think it is. Like when we would talk about it with any, skiing with anybody and they would ask, hey, how, do you, are you guys good at skiing? And you would answer, oh yeah, I've been doing it since this age. Like I could get down, blah, blah. And then I'd be like, eh. And then you'd be like, no, Kristen. She can hang. I always thought you were just saying that to no. like not put me down. You could hang. We were doing blues. I still don't believe her. No. You guys. <laughs> we were smashing down the mountain. I was terrified. But that, okay. But you were still doing it. My knees were hurting. Like I wasn't enjoying it. So maybe you just don't enjoy skiing, but that doesn't mean you're bad at it. I still don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> like you were, so, you're so, it takes you a minute, but you've yeah. also only been skiing for like what, two years? I've been that. skiing twice exactly. in my life. <laughs> exactly. And you were doing runs that me and fucking Tyler were doing. Wow. I don't like, know. Like you could hang. I guess. But like when I was doing it, I remember being like, are well, you, this is better than just sitting at the lodge and waiting for my friends to come down. Are you thinking because of how like I hype it up and the crews that we always go with hype it up? Are you thinking in your head it's not supposed to feel like this? Like I want to feel yeah, good about it. You like, guys look like you're having so much fun. And you're not, you're really not having fun. There's certain points where like, okay, <laughs> if you've been skiing or snowboarding, this. you already know. When you can see the flag at the end. Oh, baby. I'm already taking my boots off. Like that's, that's where it gets fun. Cause I'm like, okay. The end of the day. Uh, just the end, the of, end the of the run. 
end of the run. I but like I don't know. I I just get really scared of getting hurt. Okay. But like not physically. Just like, yeah, but I mean like breaking my neck and dying or like being paralyzed or waist down. Like, like I a don't traumatic just, experience. Yes. That was that's what is in my head the whole time we ski. Whoa. Yeah, it's very emotionally daunting on me. <laughs> I don't feel safe skiing. And I don't want to be the only one wearing a helmet. <laughs> like a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> She's not part of our group. But everyone should be wearing a fucking helmet. Yeah, no, wear a helmet. But okay, let's get back to the topic. Okay. I do see why you brought that up. Yeah, because I was forced to do it. But if I'm not forced to keep trying something, which especially in adulthood, you're really not. Nobody's right. holding you to it. Oh, this makes me seem like such a like lazy bones, like no, I, I low mean, life. I feel like a low life saying this. I feel like an uptight bitch. <laughs> we we weigh each other. <laughs> we do. So it works. We really do. No, um, I saw. Sorry. Um, I saw. I found another YouTube account. By the way, there. I forget the name of it, but it's like cut. Oh, cool. So we gotta go watch their I'm videos. Down. But they did one where two friends had to answer questions about their friendship, uh-huh. yes or no, and then like you open, you see where the other one stood. A lot of the friends were like best friends for years, like similar stories to us. And a lot of their answers were like, uh, the first question was, do you feel like the smarter friend in the friendship? And all of them had one that was book smart and one that was street smart. That's it. And what like the, every question though had that yin and the yang and that's that is what we are that's why it works that's why it works because we i mean we are alike i don't want to say we're opposites but a lot of our opinions or it's literally in the description of this podcast on our perspective yeah we different uh raised in different scenarios and like we come from polar opposites to where it it, we We can meet in the the middle middle. yeah Yeah. so i think that's i think that's what our friends that makes sense (laughs) i'm glad we talked about that (laughs) i'm glad we figured that one out I interrupted you though. What were you going to say? Um, oh, I was just going to bring it back to something we had brought up on the Patreon episode when we were kind of talking about this was how I think you had mentioned it might be a self-esteem thing. Mm-hmm. She's referring to my view of like a failure, a failure, how like I, I'm not afraid of it because I assume it's going to happen. You assume you're going to fail at things. I think that is more rooted in pessimism, being pessimism, pessimism, pesticides. pesticides. <laughs> yeah, honestly, there's a lot. There's a lot in our food, and there's it's probably getting to my brain. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> no, <Freaking>. stop it. <laughs> is that why I'm sick? No, it's there's not. A pesticide in my brain. No, Kristen had a neuro- neurology appointment the other day, <sighs> and she was walking, and I was walking out, and I was like, Kristen, there's nothing wrong with no, your brain. No, first you go. Why are you going to the neurology? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That's beyond me. Yeah. You stop asking those questions. I'm going right. Uh, don't uh, don't ask questions <laughs> you don't have the answer to. I'm just you guys don't be worried about me. I'm going for a few reasons, but um my TMJ specialist just wants me to go. Just I'm fine. Whatever. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's more rooted in like pessimist behavior rather than my negative Nancy. I wouldn't call you a you negative. You can call me out. I'm. I'm. I. I'm I think you are a pessimist in some scenarios. Is that not negative, Nancy? I think negative Nancys sound naggy, and you don't sound. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nancy, listening to this right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, Nancy. Sorry, Nance. Um, I wouldn't say you're a negative Nancy. I just think you always lead into scenarios with the failing viewpoint. I do. Yeah. Even when it comes down to like. Oh, I don't think we're going to get that reservation that night. And I'm like, well, tr- you haven't tried. 
Because I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> is that what it is? No. No, just to that. One. Yeah. Yes. But I don't, that's why I don't think it's a self-esteem thing. Sorry, guys. My eyes are running like are you crazy you want me today. No. You don't want Ew. this. Gross. Yeah. This is a lot of pessimism in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, because there's been scenarios where I felt like you, your confidence wasn't wavering or your self-esteem wasn't wavering, but you still were like, nah, it's not going to happen. It still is self-esteem, <coughs> self-esteem, but I use pessimism to cover it up. I, I don't know. I don't know. And I was actually in my head just, just thinking. Just my therapist about this. Yeah. I want, I want to know more about where pessimism, optimism, and realism is rooted, like how it's rooted. Because- you saying that, I think I'm more of a realist than I am a pessimist. That's what all realists say. That's what all pessimists say. Okay, yeah. That's yeah. what all pessimists say. Right. right. That's what all pessimists say. Exactly. And then you but, can even argue the other side of it, too. Right. <clears throat> but I feel like a real realist would try first. If it was worth trying. Pessimist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't yeah. like it. And you're to back to your observation here. You're not wrong. I know because I know all the scenarios where that is a common thing where you're like, you haven't even tried. You haven't even tried. I, I don't know. I Again, that probably just stems from childhood. Yeah. No, nobody ever pushed me to try. Right. And like it, that starts at childhood. Yeah. You, people you pushing need parents you to try. and adults around you to push you. Yeah. That's why like you see those fucking TikToks of like little Timmy on the playground and the the captions like oh i don't want him to fall and all the comments are like let him fall and then push him to try again right i didn't i did not have that type of nurturing doggy bone <laughs> i did not oh. have it like that yeah no. my parents my parents were very um that's amazing motivating that's amazing and, and that's probably why i because you see the other side yeah someone showed you the what if over and over and over again and throughout your right. life right no like I was, we'll go back to the playground. Like I was on the playground alone. There wasn't somebody watching me. I would fall. It would scare me and I wouldn't try it again. That's where it came from. Mm -hmm. I think we're therapists. I think so too. <laughs> that's, we should start a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's, that is where it started from. Yeah, that, I, made, that, that totally makes sense. When I, that's by my fear of water. Nobody ever taught me to swim actually. Nobody ever taught me to swim until they did. And it was Jenna Spencer's dad. May he rest in peace. Oh, he, oh, I'm going to cry. He fucking, oh, I'm going to cry. No, me too. He was such a good guy. Oh, like, stop it. No. And one time, oh, oh my God, I would always fuck. hang out with him because they lived like hella close in Martinez. Yeah. And he was taking Jenna to get a new pair of shoes and she wanted K-Swiss. Oh, didn't we all? Right. <laughs> right. And he was up at the counter and I was just like sitting there and he was like, Kristen, what's your size? And he uh, bought me a pair of K-Swiss, bro. Like, what? Oh, stop. Like, oh, God, may he rest in fucking peace. But yeah, you uh, you need adults like that around you. And he taught me how to swim. He was like, you don't know how to swim? And I, we were out, I think we're at like the Delta. I was out there with the Spencers. Murky waters. Yeah. Was our, that's, I was like, nah, I'm good. He's like, good dude. <laughs> You don't want to learn how to swim in the fucking belt. I did. Wow. And uh, yeah, he taught me how to swim. And I, you're right. I picked up on it right away. Yeah. Granted, it's swimming. We're made to swim. And you, it's, it was clearly a motivating moment for you to even fucking remember it. it oh, I think about it all the time. And right. my fucking K-Swiss moment. I think about it all the time. But nobody really, really pushed me. 
but where I was pushed was with, um, my grandma pushed me with creativity a lot. That's great. Yeah. She always was like having us draw and like that. And that's where I feel confident. That is so crazy because <laughs> I was never pushed with creativity. Yeah. Like and you that tracks because I never tried it until I worked at Brandy. Right. What, what did you do as like an after school activity? I went to my Oma's house and we played cards every day and I wouldn't stop until I won. <laughs> Classic. If my Oma would teach me a new game, we couldn't play a different game until I was good at it and huh. I understood it and I was, I could bring it to like home to my dad and my mom and we would play and We're I teaching. would be like teaching them and I would be, like you I have would the answer. Yes. You knew how to, you could, you're the teacher. And yeah. We did a lot of brain games. Like That's good. we played um, Sudoku a lot. I played game. I played card games. It was never, I, I mean, I, I would draw like with a coloring book and like stuff like that, but I wasn't creative in the sense that I was crafty, which tracks cause I'm not, yeah. I'm not m much of a, I wouldn't call myself much of a crafty graphic designer. Not like no, now. no. I'm a very technical. I was going to say either technical or logical. I didn't know which one to pick. I'm a very technical graphic designer. Yes. Which tracks. Yeah. Like even when you're spacing things out, you're like, you go by like the rule of the thirds and like you're very. Oh, I count by pixels. You're to the book. Like, yeah. no, this is technically the center and it should be here and it should not be offset. Like, yeah, very. Yeah. Yeah. When I would come home, my grandma, um, when I was learning how to write my name, um, I was like so obsessed with having pretty handwriting because oh. my grandma's handwriting was really pretty. So I wanted to have handwriting like her and she would draw K's and like big block letters and she'd, she'd have me cut them out. And that's how she taught me how to like cut along the line. Love that. And like, I remember my dad. So my dad, my grandma and my grandpa, and I think my uncle Jason, they're all really good artists. Like they just draw so beautifully. Like and with their hands too, like the way that your grandpa builds. Crafts, yeah. craftsmanship. Like my grandpa till this day is in his fucking late seventies and he still builds like fences for every, like everybody on his block and they're made And not out of just this, like picket fences. No, like you beautiful guys. Beautiful wooden it, fences. They're made from like this, these pieces of driftwood he gets from the Delta, <laughs> Delta <God>. callback. <laughs> and he stains them and like coats them in something that will make them like obviously stay good and like not fall apart. And he finds pieces that look like animals mm. and he'll make like set in, not on some like crazy shit. Like they really do. You've seen them. They really yeah. do look like the dragon. He puts a marble in the eye. Now yes. it looks like a full dragon on top of this fucking fence. And like, he's so crafty. Anyway, she would make these K's. I'd cut them out. Or my dad, he, I remember him when he would draw with me, he would say an artist never uses their eraser. And he would Love encourage that. me to like, okay, you made a weird line. Well, now it's not a dog. Now make it a fucking mountain. Wow. And like. That's very encouraging. Yeah. Well, that's, I don't know. I'm trying to be funny. That is the only memory I have of that. Like to be completely honest, but, and he was only in my life for the first three years. Right. So maybe if he would have stayed, he probably would have been that parent for me. But yeah, my, my mom and my stepdad didn't really encourage and like. I would come home with an achievement and they'd be like, oh, right on. You could probably mm. even hear him say that sentence. Huh? Yeah. Like, oh, right on. And, and it was genuine. It wasn't like a, oh, cool. Look away. Like it was just like, oh, oh cool. Nice. Like you're doing your own thing. Yeah, exactly. Alex. I get it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good for you. She's doing it. Literally. I don't have anything to do with it, but she's doing it. She's not dead. 
Yeah. She's not dead and she's not bleeding and she doesn't need me right now. Yeah. She was, she was able to get through that assignment or that achievement without bugging me. Mm-hmm. Right on. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you leaving? <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> so what, what, what do you think about that? <laughs> I feel like our perspective, we've talked a lot about our perspectives kind of being rooted in our childhood and we're sitting here talking about how it might have changed now that we're adults, but I don't think it has. And I think it's just, I think it's one of those things that it doesn't hurt us. It's not life defining. It's not, it doesn't feel traumatic, at least for me, the way that I, my perfectionism is, I think going to therapy and helping me um, like shed a light on it and pinpoint it has helped me understand myself more but it doesn't feel like it's something that I need to change or something that I need to fix about myself I think it just very much is how I am and it's more about me accepting it because there's parts of me when I wasn't in therapy and I didn't understand this part about me and why like my need to control everything where it would lead to <laughs> my overthinking and I think that was very much the root of all of my anxiety in my um, early 20s but I think now that I do have the understanding of myself it's given me acceptance that doesn't get me to my overthinking and I think that's why I've had such a a positive experience with my anxiety these past this past year or so I don't know do you feel like you feel like you need to get a handle on how you perceive failure or like even the pessimism talk and how you said you you don't like it about yourself do you feel like it's something that you yeah want to change yeah really I I uh, yes I don't want to get a handle on it it's not that because I think I need to do quite the opposite I need to not handle it pushing yourself is a skill that helps you in so many fucking ways it helps you in your career it helps you in your socializing style like pushing yourself to like go talk to somebody it it helps your self-esteem like it it does so many things I have found ways to tiptoe around it and like Mm. cope and like like the self-esteem thing like I've I've found ways to still have my self-esteem and other you know right but uh no I'm I'm not okay with it I and it, it kind of comes back to my want to go back to school. Mm. And I really want to do it. I genuinely want to do it. But I'm scared knowing myself that I'm going to start it and then I'm not going to be interested anymore. And then it's going to be a waste of money and a waste of time. And it's going to, I'm going to look stupid because I'm going to have hyped it up for so long. And then I'm going to do it and be like, oh, actually, I don't want to do it anymore. I, I do want to change it. I yeah. don't, I don't like that I'm pessimistic purely because I know what it's rooted in Mm. and I think that comes with a lot of my healing as an adult is I want to change a lot of things about me because I want to get my power back Mm. I resent that things uh, have defined you yeah that I am the way I am because of things I might have lacked growing up or had to an excess of or not enough of whatever and I and I resent that so I think this is just another one of those things that I, I do want to whether it stays the same or not, I want to be the reason it's the way I am. Wow. Add that to the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds like so much work to me. I'm like, yeah. It and sounds exhausting. It, it, it is. It's exhausting and it's a lot of work, but it's worth it for me, yeah. I guess. And that's how a lot of my healing 
has been is is like it goes so much deeper like I I don't remember a lot of my childhood not remembering my childhood has made me in past years especially I've you know come back to earth a lot within my late 20s but my early 20s I'm like who the fuck am I because I I didn't have the memory of like oh this really good memory of this camping trip that made me fall in love with blank like I just didn't remember I still don't a lot of things don't remember anything period to be a product of something I don't remember is very dehumanizing I get it and I now understand like I'm not gonna just remember those things one day and there's a reason my brain protected me right and I'm thankful for her like you know I don't necessarily want to remember I think I I have accepted that I can still raise myself now. Right. Like I can, I could still, I, uh, I don't even want to use the word control, but control is not always a bad thing. Yeah. I just, I want to have control over why, why I am the way I am. Interesting. I feel like a lot of my therapy surrounds me understanding myself and it's given me a sense of calmness that I've ne- and compassion that I've never felt towards myself. Yeah. I've, I've always, I feel like I've always been the same way. My per- perfectionism has it. Like I said, it's, it's been since I was, since I was four years old playing fucking cards. My perfectionism has always been the same, but I was so hard on myself growing up because I didn't understand it and I didn't know why I was the way I was. But now with all of my breakthroughs in therapy, I have this understanding of myself and it's, I, I don't have much that I want to change about the way that I am and I've never wanted to change like fully my perfectionism and my my want to succeed and my want to like be great I feel like it's a part of like you said it's it's a part of myself that you know it's it's hard on myself a lot but it motivates me and it's something that I I find a lot of pride in and I don't I don't feel the need to change it I just understanding it has given me a compassion that I've never felt towards myself in general. It's it's one big circle like wheel for me. It's that's where my perfectionism is like, oh, you you got you. You get it. Do you not want to change it because you're comfortable with it the same way you didn't want to take the elective that you didn't you weren't good at? Yeah. Why? Why not? Like I'm I'm if I'm happy with myself and if I'm if I have an understanding with myself, why? you know no I and yeah I didn't say that because I believe that it was just more challenging your brain and but I hear you on that because I go into that loop a lot too with even beyond this topic just like self acceptance and working on yourself in general you also like don't have to be a project right and that's why if you're okay with it then you're okay with it right and that's what that's why I wanted to like put my input in here because it's okay if you have these things about you these I'll, I'll call them these characteristics about you where like the word control has a negative connotation. The word pessimism has a negative connotation. You're not labeled in a bad box. Like these are just characteristics of a life that they don't define you. It's just shit that, you know, may be rooted in your childhood, but it doesn't have to be something that you have to work on to change. If everyone was a optimist or that like the, you need the balance. You need the balance. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why I call it my realism. Right. Because I'm like, well, no, it's it's realistic. Like it, when I say it, um, how I, like I want to have a hold, I want to be the reason I am the way I am, the mm-hmm. whole spiel I just said. 
I don't say that wanting to polarize everything about me. Right. I don't think I will. I because above all, like regardless how I got here, I am you I, are. I do fuck with her. Like she's cool. Right. And I'm fine with her. Yeah. But the at least being aware of why you are the way you are, or being a, aware of just like how you are as a person. It's the understanding that at least that's like a sense of accountability yeah like and we have a whole accountability episode as you guys know like I think as long as you and, and you know you me and everybody else listening as long as you're just like aware of the way you are mm-hmm. it comes you, with self-awareness yeah there's not one track on how to do this thing like just be aware of what you are and the things you as an individual need to get through certain situations whether that's you know love or work or project whatever like and whatever works for you, works for you. I feel like that just was one giant fortune cookie right there. Yeah. If it works, it works. Don't fix it if it ain't broke. But, okay, so back to the beginning when we were saying how, like, I don't care about doing things. I care about, like, my emotions. I feel like now I can back that up a little bit more now that we've done the episode. I mean that on such, like, a deep level to where, like, I think that's why I'm on this earth. Like, I'm not here to accomplish, like, mm. like be, like, a CEO or, like, all. I'm not here right. for, like, success. Six, yeah. Or, like, you know, that definition of success because that's also a loose term. That success looks different for everybody's values. But, like, right. my, my success, we'll go there, my version of success is, like, the emotional side of the, the human experience. And I, I, I think that's, like, the root of why I do everything. Like, even the skiing thing, like sure yeah like I was going down the mountain fine but like emotionally I wasn't not having fun so (laughs) like it wasn't something that I valued right I I was not fulfilled and that sounds so to make skiing so deep sounds so silly but I only use that to like bring Bring it it back. back but um yeah I think it just depends on what you value right yeah does that make sense totally side note my family group chat is popping (laughs) off and the only text I see is like at the top of the notifications is my dad he said, earthquake is coming. I saw uh, TK did a TikTok and there was an earthquake. Really? Yeah, this when? was yesterday. So maybe they're getting I like a lot of little ones. I'm seeing a video and I saw someone say birds. What is this? Are the birds being weird? Yeah. <gasps> Ask them how the dogs are doing. Are there birds in the garage? Is that what that was? No. Oh. Okay. My brother sent a video of birds going crazy in his backyard above the backyard. What the fuck? Is there something hey, dead? Because he does have like the woods behind him heavy. Probably. Oh my God. What? Did Bash kill something? He killed a rabbit, a bunny, a baby bunny. Bash. I Bash is her know. brother's dog. Yeah. Oh, damn Vincent, it. Vincent was telling me and Vincent had to actually kill it. Oh, wait. Okay. I, were you, were yeah. you here? Well, he, he's like, I had to put it out of its misery. Yeah. yeah he did. He did. Oh. That's. Yeah. That was something I was taught growing up. <laughs> Just putting things out of their misery. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that that's like innate human. Yeah, dude. Even like when we had cockroaches and shit, like when they're like half dead, I'm like, Just you kill gotta it. kill the whole thing. Like Poor that's thing. Fucked. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. Oof. This was a big brain episode. Yeah, her it's one of those episodes where we didn't kind of have a framework. We didn't know where it was exactly like going. We talked about nothing at all, but, but everything. everything. <laughs> like what i don't know does this i don't did this hit for you guys like where is your stance on this let's talk about 
How do you view yeah. failure? Yeah. How do you view, view failure, perfectionism, wanting to change things about yourself that you've become aware of in your adulthood in general? Yeah. Or do you even not feel the need to, I don't know. Are you a pessimist, an optimist, or a realist? Yeah. And uh, the things that you like might want to change about yourself. Why do you want to change them? What are they rooted in? Like, were you encouraged growing up to do things? Were you encouraged academically or creatively? Like, I don't know, just what's your stance on a lot of, a lot of the things we talked about? Yeah. I want to know. I want to know if, or do any of you guys relate more to me or to Kristen with this specific topic? Yeah. That'll be interesting as well. That's Every topic we talk about, I, there's always comments where like, oh, I'm with Alex on this one. I'm yeah. And like, that's why I love the podcast. Yes. That's exactly why we are doing what we do because yes. it's like, choose your fighter. <laughs> yeah. Like we, I don't know. We, we agree on so many things, but we get there and polar opposite routes. Mm -hmm. That's what it that's is. That's what it is. We, we have the same values in life. We have the same Vibes. motivators, I guess, but we get there in different ways. Yeah. Interesting. And that just goes to show it doesn't like, I'm not gonna say it doesn't matter, but like, cause your childhood does affect a lot of things, but like, don't put yourself in a box. Right. It doesn't, def that's what, and that's what I was trying to hit with the, like, don't fix it if it ain't broke. It doesn't have to define you. Yeah. Recent years, I've now know that my trauma doesn't define me. And I think about, you already know what I'm going to say. There was one day back when we lived in North Hollywood after I a therapy it. session. I will always I remember will this always morning. remember this moment. Oh my God, I just hit myself in the face. I walked into Alex's room after a sesh and I was like, dude, I am not my trauma. Traumatic things have happened to me, but I'm not my trauma. And it was this profound moment where I, it finally just clicked to me. Like, yeah, I'm like doing the work to like, you know, change certain things and reprocess things through EMDR and da, da da da. But like, I'm also still just like me right now. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it just, it blew up my world. It really did. And I feel like since that aha moment, my motive to, uh, you know, reprocess things in therapy and like work on myself isn't to change myself, but it's purely to just like, it sounds so corny, but like be the better version of myself hmm. and like you know I, I I shit on my childhood a lot because it was shitty there's also a lot of things I gained from those experiences that I will not change about myself right the list goes on and I'm grateful for those things but that just goes to show like that's the yin and yang and everything too like I don't know like you said don't fix it if it ain't broken if it works for you it works for you for patreon like we said send in your, your perspective yeah your perspective perspectives of this pessimist realist optimist all the things um if you're listening on youtube please subscribe leave, leave a comment. comment yeah if you're not on patreon totally fine we'll talk in the comments below i can't talk i said balone balloon baloney eat baloney did you hear that yeah was that thunder was that thunder we're supposed to have snow tonight do we say that i think it's lightning and a thunder Remember Imagine dragons. Yeah. You know, aren't they Mormon? Yeah. Big like religious group. Never knew that until recently. Yeah. The main, the main singer. Really hot. hot. Yeah. Really hot. Uh, watch Saltburn so we can oh. talk about it next episode. Okay. I think we need to, I want to talk about it with you guys. I'm sure a lot of you guys listening and listen or heard it or I'll watched watch, it. I'll watch it this week. Watch it. Okay guys. Okay, guys. Love you. Happy Have snow a good day. Week. Woo. Don't Merry fix Christmas. it if it ain't broke. Okay. Love you. Love Bye. you. Bye. <laughs>